Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And my name is Rose, and I'm in for Sean Hannity today. Joining me today is Pastor Jack Hibbs. He leads the Calvary Chapel Chino Hill Church, and he has a television broadcast called Real Life with Jack Hibbs. You can go to Jack Hibbs dot com to check it out. We're going to finish up on your comments on the young college students that are coming into your church today. And then I want to talk about your new book. And the book is Living in the Days, D-A-Z-E, of Deception. You know, I think it's a time where Christian youth needs to stand strong in their beliefs as well. I think that we have seen some indication that especially our country, our youth growing in their faith. We've seen those. I love the spiritual revivals, you know, pockets of them. There is going to come a time where even the Christian youth is going to have to be strong and courageous in their own faith as well. Well, absolutely right. And I do believe that's going to happen. I, I think that's something that you and I can just count on. And and I'm what we're seeing in Southern California Rose, of all places, is a huge awakening among young people that's reminiscent of the Jesus people era, where young people, uh, look, I'm 60, I'll be 66 years old very, very shortly, and I'm an old guy with gray hair. (laughs) But I make this point. Every Sunday, there are thousands of young people, when I say young people, 40, 30 years of age and under, who are walking into this church with their Bibles. And, and the beautiful thing is it's not only optical where you see it and, and you get to observe it and watch them come, hands raised up in worship, Bibles open, studying the Word of God, thrilling. But also this, Rose, we have been consistently uh, baptizing three, four, five, six hundred people every several months uh, in these recent days, I, I say this recent days, I should say recent years, something shifted in about 2020, 2021. In fact, there was three Saturdays in a row where we, we baptized 1,000 people per Saturday. And again, a lot of them are young people. So something is really happening. And, and I think they're waking up. They're a generation that is saying, gosh, I'm being lied to. I'm being ripped off. I'm being, you know, you name it, and they're actually searching for reality. They've tried everything else, and uh, it's let them down. And so now they're turning to God. And the great thing, Rose, is God never lets anybody down. No, he doesn't. You're right about that. You know, I was thinking, too, you mentioned the Jesus Revolution of the 70s. I actually remember that. I wasn't really into my faith. I mean, I grew up in a, in a, in a Christian home, but I remember referring to them, uh, to them as those Jesus freaks. 
Uh, and then several years later, I would be in a really bad accident. And uh, suddenly the idea of being a Jesus freak sounded OK to me. But <laughs> anyway, let's talk about your book, because I think it's so relevant to what we've been talking about. And not just that, but what's going on all around us. The book is called Living in the Days, D-A-Z-E, of Deception. And Jack, when is it due out? And I think you can even pre-order it right now if they wanted to. Is that correct? You are correct. Thank you for saying that. You can pre-order it now, and but it drops on February 6th. After February 6th, I know that I'll be in Dallas and Houston and Arlington and Fort Worth and various places. But uh, yeah, living in the days of deception, we're very happy with the Harvest House publishers. Uh, they loved the title. It was a, a teaching series I did, Rose. And they actually called me to ask if I would write a book on the topic. I said no. And they said, well, then can we buy the title from you? Because we love it that much. And I said, really? And they said, yeah, it speaks about the future. And as soon as they mentioned future, Rose, that that got me because yeah. Bible prophecy guy. And so yes. I said, you know what? Let me take a stab at it. And so uh, it's turned out to be a tremendous project that God's blessed. Been honored by Secretary Mike Pompeo, read it and wrote the foreword to it. The publisher has decided to hold back full release until 2024 because it really answers the realm of deception. You don't have to be a Christian to buy this book. You don't have to be a Bible reader to buy the book. It's for the Christian. It's for the non-Christian. It's for anybody breathing to wake them up that we're living in a fog right now, and you don't have to stay that way. There's great hope, and there's great, what I'll say, are tactics on how to apply what you hear or see in the world around us through a biblical worldview lens. And so, you know, Jesus warned us, Rose, that in the last days, the most dangerous thing about the last days is deception. The level of deception will be unbelievable. And I used to look at, you know, Revelation and think, how in, how in the world is that going to happen? And now you see with AI and these virtual sermons that are being done in Germany, there was a, there was a pastor in Texas not too long ago over the summer that actually had AI write his sermon for him. So, I mean, now we can see really how the deception can actually occur because at some point, artificial intelligence and, and using those kind of tools are going to be, they're going to be so good so close to real that it will be hard to make a distinction between what is real and what is not. Well, you are so right. And it's pretty, it's a pretty uh, amazing time. I was going to say sad, but not as a believer. I, I'm, I can't say that. It's a bizarre time. It is bizarre. That, that, that right now I can do a sermon and there are people who have the technologies to take my voice and to make that sermon actually say different words. And in fact, Rose, we've got a, a security group that tries to prevent that from happening. Wow. But that's how bad things have gotten, is what Rose Tennant says on the radio next week may not be Rose Tennant. It could be AI replicating her voice using different words. That's the world we're living in now. Days of deception, I think, fits the bill. Yeah, that is so true. It really is. And, you know, one of the other things, too, when we talk about deception is, you know, this catchphrase, this is my truth. What the heck? There's only one truth. There can only be one truth, but this is my truth, you know, and it's a very interesting thing, truth. A lot of people value it above all else, but it's not always valued by others. And they stretch it, they manipulate it, and they and they speak in such a way that they know that they're manipulating it so that you'll believe something that's not true, but it's okay with them because it, it fits their agenda, it fits their narrative. And that's the world we are living in. There's just no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no doubt. And, and I want everybody to not panic about this. Uh, comment I make. 
Rose, you are so correct, but there are those, frankly, that you and I know in life, they don't mind if they're told a lie. They don't want to know what's going on. Apparently not. want to eat, drink, and be merry. Don't tell me what's happening. And then there are those who are tired of being lied to, tired of the false and the fake. And again, it all goes back to the young people. This is why I'm so excited. They are seeking truth, and they now know. I'm hearing it from them, Rose. They're not believing anymore. My truth, your truth, their truth is truth. They're realizing, hey, you know what? I went down that road. It doesn't work. I mean, I'm hearing people now say, you know what? I was talked into being a homosexual uh, 10 years ago. It turns out I'm not. Or I was told this about my gender three years ago, and it turns out that I'm not. And it's awesome because for those who want to think, there's there's hope for them. To those who don't want to think, they don't want to know, well, listen, God is not going to ram his truth down your throat. You've got to be open and willing to come to him. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, which is truth, and they will come to me. Yeah, I, I love that. And one of the things, too, that this book, I understand, does lay out for us are the characteristics of deceivers and how they brought harm to a secular culture, not just to the spiritual or to the church. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. Uh, I think Satan being a real entity and demonic spiritual powers the Bible speaks of, a lie is a lie no matter where it's told. If it's in church or if it's in, uh, you know, the U.S. Capitol or on the street, it doesn't matter. Uh, He traffics and he moves in the realm of lies. And uh, the greater the, the lie, the more subtle it is, actually. It sounds like an oxymoron, but he wraps the most seductive lies uh, in things that look really good. In other words, you know, something really wholesome is going to knock on your door, so to speak, but it's wrapped uh, with this wholesomeness, but inside is a grave danger. And it, evil now has perfected it, it, its, its tactics. It's, it's not like the old days. Things now are much more subtle. And my goodness, you think about how subtle Satan must have been when he spoke to Eve in the Garden of Eden. She was, she was no dummy. She was actually perfect. Right. It was so convincing that he would speak to her seductively enough whereby she would want to, you know, sin against God. And we look at an age right now where, you know what, try this, do this. You're not happy Try a different gender. You'll be happier, right? I mean, you're right about that. We're talking to Pastor Jack Hibbs, by the way. He's Pastor Jack, leads Calvary Chapel Chino Hill Church, but he also has a television broadcast called Real Life with Jack Hibbs. And you can check him out at jackhibbs.com. Why don't we tell everyone how they can get a copy of the book? Yeah, probably the easiest way is just to go to jackhibbs.com. And right there, that will launch you into various opportunities or options, but jackhibbs.com, H-I-B-B-S, it's actually being sold, uh, you know, wherever books are sold, but jackhibbs.com will steer you in the right direction. Okay, so when we talk about coming to an end of 2023, what an interesting year this has been, and it should have been, for all intents and purposes, an eye-opening year, because for those of us who are watching these things, we have noticed that China is, is, is becoming a little, more confident and Russia and Iran and then the unions that are being formed, unholy unions, if you will. And then what happened October 7th and then just everything else people are dealing with, the economy being so difficult and the crime level so high and the open borders, just so much going on this year in particular. 
when we look at closing out this year and we look forward to 2024, some will even say to you, I'm a little nervous going into 2024. What would you say to these people and to the listeners today? I would love to be able to say this. Either you can be nervous and stay nervous, which is not a good way to live, or you can transfer that nervousness into assurance. And what I mean by that is this. The year that's coming, my Bible tells me in Psalm 6511 for the believer that he crowns the year with goodness and his paths drip with abundance. So what that means is for me, for you, for us who believe, is that there's going to be great opportunities for us to do our Christianity because there's so much going on in our world. People are fearful. Yes, you're right. The violence, crime, uh, everything that's happening, we can either say, oh, no, or we can say, wow, Jesus said there'd be days like this, which means I'm living right now for a great and grand purpose. So, Lord, what do you want me to do right now? So this year that's ahead is going to be a thrilling year. It's going to be a dynamic year. It's going to be exciting. You say, Jack, what do you know? Tell me. what. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't know anything except my God controls the times and the seasons. We are alive for such a time as this. We've got the truth. Heaven is our home. Jesus died on the cross for our sins because he loves you. He rose again from the dead to guarantee your salvation. And you don't need to go into the new year fearful, no matter what happens, because God is in control. And Rose, it is true. Why is Russia? Why is China? Why are other nations uh, rattling their their arms and their swords because they can. Yeah. And why does it seem America is shriveling up? Well, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Here's the great thing. God's not an American. He doesn't live in Los Angeles or California. That we belong to an eternal family as believers. And that's a global family. And it's all based upon the incredible, awesome love of God, that the fact that he forgave us of our sins, Rose, we can have a brand new start. 2024 can be a brand new start no matter what happens. You know, you're so right about that. And I'll tell you something else. Two things that you said. One is that it is not a coincidence that we are living in these times. And so I say embrace it. I find it thrilling and very exciting that that I was purposed to be here at this time. So I'm very grateful for it, in fact. And the other thing that you said, too, was um, about opportunities. And what I've been doing, Pastor Jack, is praying for opportunities. Like every day I get up and I, I ask for a couple of things, opportunities to serve God, to be, to be something good for others. And then I ask for opportunities to be generous. And you would not believe how many times since I've been praying that I just started last week or, or a week or two ago, how many times that I will be somewhere and I will see a need or I will be moved to give or do something. And it's just exciting. Almost. It's absolutely exciting. I think that's a prayer that that he's happy to answer. And I think that he does give us those opportunities big time when you ask for them. I think I think you're asking the right thing. I, I, I so agree. And uh, my favorite prayer is seems to be for me covers everything. Lord, I, I just want your favor every day, whatever your favor. Oh, I like that. I want to listen. I want to live in that because that means he's got my health. He's got the finances. He's got the spiritual battle. He's got my issue. He's got it. We've been joined by Pastor Jack Hibbs. He has Calvary Chapel, Chino Hill Church. And you know what? He has a television broadcast that I absolutely love. It's called Real Life with Jack Hibbs. You can go to jackhibbs.com to check him out and also to order his book. The name of the book is Living in the Days of Deception. 